Hello, and welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 21st to the 27th of March, 2022. Monday, the 21st of March. The first day of spring, truly. Ostara, the spring equinox was yesterday. Today, we live in a world of lengthening light and days. And yet, a frost greets us. Unexpected, unwanted. White glitter sheen on grass and shed roofs, pretty with its sparkle that gently twinkles and flashes under pinpricks of sun, becoming commonplace to arrive at this time of year now. We and nature have fidgeted and begun to awake from winter, only to be reminded that the earth can recall its grasp whenever it wants. The day becomes pleasant and is still and quiet, perhaps waiting and assessing. At dusk, sat watching the light drain and trees disappear into darkness, there is movement. A male blackbird takes last orders from under the feeder, but he is not alone. A beautiful, soft brown rat dines also making quick forays from under cover. They do not cross paths, each busy in their own worlds. Tuesday the 22nd of March The sun rises in a slight diffusion. Black crows in brown rubble turned soil, collect twigs and sticks. A slight mist hangs over fields and is tangled among tree roots. Pheasants poke head and shoulders out of long grass verges. There is a big blue sky, full of buzzards idly turning and lifting, spreading large wings wide. It is warm. Even the slight breeze is merely cool, not cold. In the greenhouse, behind glass, it is 33 degrees Celsius. Blue tits call their high-pitched repeats to one another. I prune back the dogwood and fuchsia, feeling the oddness of cutting away new growth, but knowing the good it will do. Sweet peas are standing tall enough now to begin to climb. Clinging on and twining round a frame of stems, they begin their ascent. The song thrush has added a new sound to his repertoire, a purring brup. It is explored and practised and then shared with all the other sounds. The day is still and soft. Evening comes gently in pale yellow with just a hint of orange blurring into blue. Blackbird and Ratty appear again for supper at 6.30pm. They appear to be apprehensive of one another and in awkward politeness stumble back and forth avoiding eye contact and keeping out of each other's way. Wednesday the 23rd of March 
Today I garden under a blue sky in true warmth and the world is alive in sight, sound and movement. You can almost feel the pulse of growth from everything around and all is in brightness and fresh colours. A neon brimstone butterfly strikes lightning colour as it flies. It is a day-glow creature. Bees are out and hover at head height, scouting. Looking around, their small shapes can be seen at various intervals across the air, hanging suspended, taking in the lie of the land. Buzzards call nearby, enjoying the warm air. Overhead, a red kite glides serenely. Earth is dug and turned in old beds to become dark and pulled apart again. First and second early potatoes are covered over by the closeting soil to end their hibernation. Old dead wood is removed, dry and crackling like bleached old bones, making way for young shoots. It is almost 40 degrees Celsius in the greenhouse. The heat feels ferocious and like a foreign land on entering. A fat and bright green caterpillar, curled in sleep and unwantedly unearthed, is rehomed. Thursday the 24th of March. The sun rises through a mist at dawn. There has been a light frost. The camellia flowers, bright pink, full with frills and ruffles and having only just burst out, are tinted with brown from the cold snap overnight. Once the initial chill has retreated, the day turns wonderfully warm and bright. A bee fly takes a steady, gliding course and lands perfectly on the open purple flower of periwinkle. Greenfinch, blue tits and goldfinch chatter heartily in the tree line. Bees are busy in yellow comfrey and blue skies. Cowslips continue to spring up in the lawn. Long stems with yellow flowers hanging at the side. A rosette of leaves spread out around their base. Blossom petals fall from the ornamental cherry as a large bumblebee clings to each flower to take nectar from within. Pale pink confetti lies on the ground beneath. Robin perches close by as I dig over a vegetable bed. Whenever I briefly step away, in they come and away again with something tasty to eat. Friday the 25th of March. Frost and hazed sunrise again. Song thrush opens the morning with loud and varied song. And of course, cockerels crow up and down the road. A bee fly rests on the leaf of a primula, its triangle shape soaking up warmth from morning sun, readying itself for a day of busyness. Behind me there is the buzz of bees as they move about the comfrey. A pheasant barks nearby from the field behind. I can see his bronzed coat flashing through foliage as he struts along the tree line. A great tit calls loudly overhead. Pale daffodil petals are translucent in the light, atop straight and tall green stems. Among them, 
there is one golden trumpet standing out in boldness against the delicate colour of the others. The first blossom is coming out on the green gauges and plum. An incredibly dark bumblebee, almost all black, has bright panniers of pollen collected at its sides. I am struck by the number of different bees, from rusty oranges to pale yellow and black, small and slender to some so enormous it seems as if flight must be an impossible feat. By 9am the sun is warm on my face, yet there is a slight coolness to the air as well. Something sets the sparrows off bickering and the clamour shouts of squabbling joy. In the afternoon, a wasp spends a long time flying up and down a box hedge until it finds just the right spot to stop on a leaf and wash in the sunshine. Saturday the 26th of March Robin sings his heart out in the gentle sway of a tall fir tree. The high-pitched sea of blue tits seems to come from all directions. Mr Blackbird is busy hopping onto and over fences. He eyes newly turned vegetable beds and darts back and forth to collect tasty treats. It is wonderfully warm with a slight breeze. The sky is blue and faultless without clouds. There is much busyness as bees crisscross paths moving steadily between flowers. A clump of daffodils huddled together bob their bonnet heads in a gust of wind like a group avidly agreeing and nodding assent. Two butterflies chase about and spin around each other, dark but too far away for me to see their markings. They eddy away together down the garden. Sunday the 27th of March Fog enshrouds fields and trees, cloaking a white duvet over morning. Today we lose an hour, and the morning is lost in time and the white veil. The wind has a sharp edge of cold to it, but by afternoon the sun breaks through at least. At Mum's, Mothering Sunday, we talk plants, those just bought, others recently in, old ones that need some love. Frogs croak loudly in the pond, which is already heavy and moving with spawn. At home, I put new plants in new beds, hands in old soil. White flowers contrast against thick green leaves. Small cat rolls joyfully in cat mint. Two ducks, a male and female, stand on next door's roof. Sentinels in sunshine. The pair can often be seen flying together and I am sure they are the same couple that return each year. A crow, jet black against clear blue skies, sits at the top of a fir tree, cawing its mighty presence. Robin sings against the clamour of chickens. Purple honesty is standing tall under yellow forsythia. At 5.45pm, my shadow sits with me my shaded head crowned with flowers and leaves, a spring headdress for my ephemeral double. We have starlings under the eaves. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. 
You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.